I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. It's Meg here as always, and I just wanted to thank you for joining me here today. So I am recording this on a Tuesday evening, the day before I'm publishing this episode, and I'm just sitting in my office all cozied up and honestly... I'm just thinking about how much I genuinely love podcasting and how grateful I am for all of you joining me here every single week. Honestly, it is truly such an honor to know that you're here with me and this episode is a little bit different than most of my other ones. So if you are a longtime listener of the show... For the past year now, I have been doing something called mental health check-in episodes on the first Wednesday of every month. So I've been podcasting, I've been doing this podcast specifically since 2017 and I was getting so many requests to do more solo episodes and so I wanted to block something off in my calendar to just like always have a Wednesday set aside for a solo episode. So the first Wednesday of every month, you can guarantee you will be hearing from me solo style. And really like one of the main things we talk about here on the show is our mental health. And I really prioritize having real, raw, open conversations about our mental health. And like, I am the type of friend that you will never have just like a surface level conversation with me. I am very much like <laughs> the friend you come to, to have the most deepest, soulful conversations. I am that friend and I am, I consider you my friend. So that's really what we do here on the first Wednesday of every month. We have these mental health check-in episodes. I kind of talk about um, the previous month and like where my mental health was at over the course of the previous month. And then I like to offer some mental health related practices like if I did something specific that month that I felt was really helpful for me I want to offer that to you as like a little takeaway but sometimes I just kind of like jam out on a topic that I'm feeling really passionate about that is mental health related sometimes I answer a listener question that's related to mental health so that's kind of like what you're getting from me today so I was kind of prepping for this episode and I realized that, you know, a couple episodes ago, I recorded an episode for you all about 
my dress shopping experience. So in July, I got engaged. And in August, I went wedding dress shopping and found my dress. So if you listen to that episode, you have a pretty good understanding of where my mental health was at throughout the course of August. Like July was amazing because I got engaged. It felt like a super magical month. But in August, I went traveling to like my favorite place in all of Canada I went wedding dress shopping, which I am also the type of girl who not only loves like super deep conversations, but I am also the girl who has absolutely been dreaming of going wedding dress shopping since she was a little girl. So it was a pretty magical month for me, August was, and honestly, I do not have much to report about my mental health in August other than the fact that I was very much on like cloud nine the entire month of August. I was just really excited for my trip. Wedding dress shopping was such an incredible experience and like I said if you haven't listened to that episode and you're interested in hearing more about what I have to share about that you can go back and listen to that episode which was dropped a couple weeks ago. But other than that, like outside of my personal life and everything that I have going on there, um, I'm feeling really good about my business as well. Things are feeling really, really nourishing and abundant in my business. Honestly, I'm working with such incredible clients. I mean, no matter when you talk to me, like I'm, I just always love my clients. They They are so special to me, but I have like a really plentiful schedule of clients right now. I feel like my week is kind of bursting at the seams in a really good way with clients. And I just feel really very nourished from my business right now. And I just can't thank you all enough for you know, seeing me and reaching out to me. And for those of you who choose to work with me, just know that you are very, very special to me. So that's kind of like a recap, I would say, of where my mental health has been this past month. Things are feeling really good over here. And now let's move on to the topic of the day. So as I was prepping for this episode, I realized that there is something that I've like a conversation I've been having with my clients a lot lately. And that conversation is around boundaries. Now, I know that boundaries can be kind of like a confusing thing. Um, I was recently in a session with a client and she referred to boundaries as being a selfish thing. And I think a lot of people have this understanding that boundaries are something selfish, that, you know, putting ourselves first above everything else is the selfish act. And yeah, whenever we set a boundary, it's because we are being selfish. 
And that is very much not true. And that's something I wanted to talk to you about today. And just a side note, my window is open. So if you hear some like traffic noise and stuff, just kind of deal with it and let me enjoy the fresh breeze coming through my office window. It feels so nice on this kind of chilly Tuesday, September evening. It's lovely. Anyways, getting back to the topic about boundaries, we really need to relearn what boundaries are. Now, let's kind of move, just hop over. Let's take a little skip over to thinking about what it means to take care of ourselves. And when we are taking care of ourselves, there needs to be certain things in place in order for us to actually take care of ourselves. Self-care is a act and we need to put like action in place in order to take care of ourselves. And if we just like didn't have anything in place to take care of ourselves, well, how like that wouldn't be taking care of ourselves at all, right? Like there would be absolutely no structure or boundaries in place. And therefore we wouldn't really have like this system of knowing how to take care of ourselves. And I think when we can see it in that light, we can really start to wrap our heads around the fact or the idea that boundaries are indeed a act of self-care. So I really like to see self-care as this umbrella. So you can picture this big umbrella And then there's all these different things that fall within that umbrella that are considered to be self-care. Or if you wanted to imagine a big circle and it being this self-care circle and all of these different things fall within this circle of self-care. And boundaries is absolutely one of those things. So Let me just give you an idea or an example. If you're still having a hard time wrapping your head around the fact that self-care or boundaries is an act of self-care. So bedtime. I really love using the example of like a nighttime routine or having like a bedtime that you feel best like being in bed and going to sleep at this set time. For me, I really love having like all my lights out, my phone turned on airplane mode, being in bed, my eyes closed by 10 o'clock at night. That is like my sleep boundary, so to speak. But if I just like, and that is a way of me taking care of myself, right? But if I had no boundaries around my sleep, I'd just be like, Who knows when I would go to bed and I wouldn't really be aware of what time feels best for me to be in bed, start my sleep. So that's kind of what I mean by having these boundaries in place are actually this way of us knowing how to care for ourselves. So the next question is a lot of the times is, okay, well, how do I know 
when or where I need to place a boundary. Like if this whole concept of boundaries is really new to you, it might be hard for you to actually realize when or where you actually need to set a boundary in your life. So I truly do believe that all of us know when and where we need to set boundaries because it is this felt sense in our bodies when we need to place a boundary. Like boundaries are this innate knowing. And here's a really great example. And it was something that really like opened up my eyes and made stuff click for me about boundaries, even though I, I will admit, like I've always been really great at setting boundaries, but I just didn't even realize it until people started calling me. And I kid you not, people called me the boundary queen for years. And I kind of got a kick out of that because I was never actually like intentionally setting boundaries. But that just kind of goes back to what I was saying about boundaries being like or the need to set boundaries is like this innate thing we were born with this felt sense of needing to set a boundary so for an example animals they actually set boundaries with us so for an example as most of you know I have a little multi-poo puppy she's not a puppy but I refuse to call her a dog so She's my little fur baby. I have a little multi-poo fur baby. Her name is Penny. And I really love like cuddling her and carrying her around and just showering her with my love. And she loves that too, but she definitely sets her boundaries with me. And there's some times where she'll growl, you know, I'll get a little close to her and she's like in sleepy mode and she'll growl at me. And what is that telling me? That is telling me like, Hey, don't come closer with to me. Like this is my boundary. She is literally setting a boundary with me whenever she like gives me a little growl, that's her way of saying like, don't come closer. I'm not in the mood for all of your affection right now. So it's pretty cool when we can even see like animals setting boundaries, but babies also set boundaries with us. And you may not even realize that your baby or a baby you are in contact with sets boundaries with you, right? So maybe you're like cut holding a baby and cuddling a baby and the baby starts like screaming and getting really fussy and they want to be put down, right? That is a baby who might be like a month old. That is their way of setting a boundary. And it's so cool when we can see it this way that basically like this newborn life is able to set a boundary. So that just, I hope gives you some inspiration or just encouragement that setting boundaries comes to us like innately. It is something we were born to do and it's a healthy thing for us to do because 
as we learn to set boundaries and as we do this for ourselves, this is us actively showing up for ourselves and taking care of ourselves. So like I said, it is this innate knowing, it is this felt sense in our bodies, but if we have been in people-pleasing mode for years and years and years, and we've been neglecting or ignoring our inner knowing of when we need to set boundaries in our life, the feeling or like being connected to that feeling of when and where we need to set a boundary might be a little murky. So as most of you know, I am in school studying somatic therapy and this is how I work with most of my clients like there's always in our sessions like an element of somatic therapy or somatic parts work therapy like this is my jam this is the primary work that I do with my clients and I love it so much so We are going to spend the next couple of minutes in this episode really connecting with that felt sense of what it feels like when we need a boundary in place and maybe when we don't need a boundary in place because that also happens too, okay? So stick with me here and if you're driving and you're not able to do this right now or you know if you're doing something and you're a little distracted, you can always come back to this practice later, but I really do encourage you to just like be with me here and do this practice with me if and when you can, please. So... Let's just take a moment right now and notice maybe something that's happening within your body right now just to feel a little bit of a connection with your body right now. And if it helps, you can take a deep breath in through your nose. And as you do that, just notice what it feels like to have the air expanding within you as you're breathing in through your nose. Okay, so next, in your awareness, I want you to imagine a balloon. And this balloon doesn't have any air in it yet, so it's just a deflated, empty balloon. But we are going to blow air into that balloon. And as you imagine and visualize this balloon expanding... Okay, imagine that expansion feeling happening within you as we imagine this balloon expanding and as it's being filled with expansive air. Now notice what feeling expansive inside you feels like. So when something feels expansive for us, that is a really good sign that that thing is right for us. And maybe we don't need to place a boundary with that thing. For an example, if you are met with an invite to go somewhere and you get this really expansive feeling, let's say a friend invites you to go on a trip with them, And you get this really expansive feeling, just like how we connected with that balloon being expanded and filled with the air. So when we feel that expansive feeling, 
like I said, that's a really good sign that that thing is right for us, okay? It might even be something as simple as like a food choice too, because I know a lot of you follow me here and listening listen to these episodes about food and eating disorder recovery and things like that. So let's say if someone asks us to go out for dinner or go out for ice cream or something like that, or if you open up your pantry and you see something and it gives you that expansive feeling, it's a really good sign that this is right for you in this moment. Okay, now let's imagine when the balloon is holding all of the air it possibly can. So it's at max capacity. It is stretched out to its max. That tightening feeling, that constricted feeling. What does that feel like in your body when it's like that stopping, right? It's that freeze feeling. Something doesn't feel right. It's that we've reached our max capacity. We are stretched as far as we possibly can be stretched. And it's like that stop, right? That stop feeling. Because if you're continuing to blow air into the balloon and we reach that point where we just can't blow any more air into that balloon because it's stretched to its max, what does that feel like in your body? And notice that, and when we feel this, when we are presented with like a decision to make or a situation that makes us feel that way inside, that's a really good sign that we do need to set a boundary. For an example, let's say you have a busy work day and then someone asks you to help them move in the evening and you just get that like freeze feeling that like you are stretched beyond capacity and you just cannot be stretched anymore that would be an opportunity for you to say like hey I would love to help I wish I could I had a really really long day at work and I just can't help you this evening Thanks for understanding, right? That would be something that we could say in that moment when we notice this felt sense in our our body. Now imagine letting the balloon go. It's deflated. There's no more air left inside and it's just this deflated balloon. Notice that deflated feeling in your body that no more expansion. It's kind of like this very low energy feeling. That is another felt sense that we can have in our bodies when we need to place a boundary. So that one more often will show up when we're doing something that doesn't feel good for us. And this might actually, here's an example when it might come up is when you're spending time with someone. So sometimes we spend time with people that actually aren't right for us. And sometimes we can leave these situations. Let's say you're 
hanging out with someone, maybe you meet them for dinner or something like that. You go back home and you just notice that like, you just feel depleted. And that might be that this person isn't serving you and we need to maybe create this boundary with that person. So maybe that involves, you know, not going out for dinner with them anymore. If you notice yourself always feeling this deflated feeling or this depleted feeling every single time you're around this person. So that's three ways of feeling a felt sense in our body to know when and where we may need to set boundaries in our life and I hope that was helpful for you and if you're interested in more podcast episodes like this please let me know I have more episodes for you planned about somatic therapy about somatic parts work therapy I know I've been promising you these episodes for quite some time now but Actually, this weekend, I start my second year of somatic therapy. And so it feels like a timely um, place to record a podcast episode for you and just like updating you on all things somatic therapy and stuff. So I will probably be taking a poll over on Instagram and collecting a bunch of questions from all of you. And I want to just answer all of your questions that you have for me about somatic therapy. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed this and let's go set some boundaries. Take care of yourself and go set some boundaries, my friends. I love you so much. And I will be back with a brand new episode next week with a special guest. (laughs) 